0: Welcome to the Gate 7 International Podcast, your official English source for all things Olympiakos FC and Greek football.
1: The first day of training is when I realized, oh, this is why they win
0: the league every year. When I, I spoke with Kevin, if i going to sign or no for Olympiakos, I said, you're a crazy good like my friend. I can't speak. You're sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Inegabos <laughs> Panda, oh, Good
1: morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Somber night, you can hear it in my voice. We're here. This is Costa speaking from Brussels. I'm joined by Labro Sirmos, who's out on the
0: Pacific coast. Where, yes, the, fuck I
1: am. where the hell are you, by the way? I'm near, Vancouver?
0: I'm near yeah. Vancouver, actually, in a place near Bellingham, if you guys know where that is. Is that
1: like, I only know Jude Bellingham, I don't know Bellingham. No, it's
0: basically Jude Bellingham of the United States. That's that's where I am. Um, yeah, sure, yeah. Labro.
1: Labro's back. There might, be some, there might be some fireworks tonight, but I don't even know if we have the energy for fireworks. Right. But let's see, yeah. let's see. Costa yeah, is with us as well, live from Athens, one thirty in the morning. It's twelve thirty here in Belgium, and you're what nine hours behind, Labros? You're
0: nine hours, so it is three thirty in the afternoon here.
2: So but okay, soon enough, cause... we're gonna have you back in Europe, pal. We can't wait. Yeah, can't God wait.
0: willing. God willing. Yeah
1: ladies and gentlemen that is our
0: can I say our, something, I, that, say something? Is, I, 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 just,
1: I just I just want to finish
2: like right quick. off the bat right off the bat no
0: I just want to say something real quick before we get going I just think um these past few months have been so difficult like with the team but watching that intro you know thinking about some of the best memories we've had speaking with players having a good time together it makes it worth it. Sometimes it's really difficult to come on here and speak about the team because it's so fucking bad. Um, it's really bad. There's no progress, and but it's the community. It's people. It's bringing people together, even if you're getting slagged off on social media, people making fun of you, whatever. It's it's more just getting on the the phone, the phone, the video call, the Teams, whatever the hell this is, and having a chat. With with all of you guys, with the fans, with my friends here, um, like even in the bad moments, we have that. We have that community. We have each other. But the team is just—it's making it so difficult to, to 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 just to keep going. There's just like it's so difficult to 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 keep going at this moment. Like um, there's nothing that resembles any sort of happiness anymore. Like anything that gives you pride with this team or that gives you hope that things can change. And it's, it's really not ideal. It's not ideal for Olympiacos and it's not been good for months, 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 I would say over a year. Um, And you look at Nottingham forest, maybe this uh, going into a a longer stretch and it's like, you seen that Spider-Man meme where they like point at each other. You guys seen that meme where they point at each other. It's like, we're in the exact same boat, as them we brought in 20 30 players and so there's no one's jailed no preseason, no chemistry and it's a mess you know and it's like it's almost like the same story repeating itself here but even worse here we're now on to our third coach this season and to be honest it's early but i i don't know if he even makes it to january or february you know i don't know I mean, going
1: into the game, <laughs> door on tour joining us. Yeah, hello, mate. Our friends, uh, door on tour, Nottingham Forest, big, big YouTube channel. Check that out. Um, thanks for joining, door. No, it's not been easy for you guys either. It's hard, man. Like you said, um, that's twelve. Dif- that's twelve games without a win for a in Europe 12 games without a win. I think Balk had the record for eleven and we just broke it tonight. Um honestly like where to even begin like that was they they the team kind of gave us hope in the first half only to just completely piss it down the toilet in the second. And I think you can say a lot about the manager's decisions in the second half, even his starting lineup. I mean, maybe that's a starting point, guys. Like, can we even let, let should we talk about that? Like, the starting lineup? What do you guys think? Costa, like, what do you think about the lineup today?
2: I mean, uh, I'll... I remember when Mitzel joined Olympiakos, he liked the 4 2 3 1 formation. He liked to play with the number 10 in Chori Dominguez. And uh, uh, it was Chori Dominguez. He didn't. Eric Costas Fortunis came on later with Marco Silva. Uh, so we had like a sort of a 3 4 3 formation with Zolaikis in goal. Sime Vresalico, Janen and Papa uh were at center back. Uh, Avila Gordon at right wing back, Reabchuk on the left, uh, Kunde and Buchalakis uh, in midfield, Biel, Gary Rodríguez, and Huizhou Huang uh, were up front. It was, Olympiacos again suffered the same sort of had the exact same horrible start like they did with Freiburg, in which they they conceded a goal in just after just five minutes. Thank God for VAR in that in that department, but after that they gave hope. Like Pepiel was on fire; he was creating a lot of threats. Uh, uh, Cisse was struggling with uh, Andrade, but he was dangerous moving up front. Um, Karabakh held possession, but they struggled to actually get that ball through, get that get the, get that key pass through. Orbiakos were pretty good in the first half, and they gave us. Uh, hope thinking that, you know what, maybe we're going scrape to scrape one through. Maybe we can do this. I mean, it is got a bug after all. Second half, um, there was even more hope in that Marcelo came on and just a few, couple of minutes later, he almost got an assist with Masouras' goal, which was only to be uh, chalked off for offside. Uh, but then Marcelo came on during a very weird substitution in which it saw him replacing Bukhalaik instead of Imbom Huang, replacing Bukhalaik. And Huang should have started this game because Olympiakos needed his creativity. And there are so many questions as to why he didn't start again. Is it a fitness issue? Is it a Mitzel doesn't really trust them? Uh, also, the fact that Vrsalico started as center back kind of puzzled me as well. And then we had a, a, we had three defenders at the back in which two of them were fullbacks. We had Papsise who was having a mare of a match. And you had Reapchuk and Vrsaliko at the back. I cannot remember Reapchuk playing as a a center back or as a center half before. So Papastathopoulos didn't come on. Sissé was having an absolutely nightmare of a game, basically gave away a goal. He had that substitution in which, you know, things got dramatic. And after that first goal, Olympiakos just fell apart like they have been doing since the start of the summer, since preseason, they they concede a goal and then all hell breaks loose. Karabagh won 3-0, they won fair and square and just, it's starting to feel like literally ev- everyone in Europe can just come to the Karaiskaki, which used to be a fortress and Soledin Biakos beating the biggest clubs in the world. They can just come by and have a field day.
0: Yeah. No, I would say the starting lineup was a bit of a shock. The When it first came out, you look at it and you see there's only one true central defender on the pitch and that was the worry um going in and then he moved jan Envia via into the central defense where he was fantastic i think he saved almost two goals he was one-on-one defending then he cleared one off the line it could have been a bigger disaster without him um but it's just like it makes no sense why the midfield was so weak Kunde's positional awareness is horrific really bad like the guy can run and sprint has strength but he doesn't know where to be on the football field. He gets lost. Bujalakis is not quick. He's not pacey. He's not good in closing down. Um that midfield was a disaster. Um and then the, the the sub personally, I wasn't a fan of um of the lineup to start. And then the tactics went to shit too. He moved, he brought on Marcelo. Um, it's clear that the club like agreed with Marcelo or something for him to come on. Marcelo had uh, had posted a thing on LinkedIn basically saying he was going to play tonight. Okay, good on him. But I'm sorry. like He does not look fit whatsoever. He could barely walk tonight, let alone run. And he came on. And you left at the back with Vers- Versalico, who's struggled with fitness and is a right back not particularly known for defending and then Oleg Kravchuk and Cisse as your central defenders honestly at that point what do you expect to happen he, Marcelo was like a dead body out there it was like playing with 10 men i don't get why you would throw the guy in on a european match um when he clearly i don't i don't know like it just seems like throwing him on the deep end like that was a game that we needed a result who knows what Shape the guy was in. Maybe he should have played in Greece on the weekend so we could have seen this. But anyway, the 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 main point for me was just this this whole formation and setup. Like one has three at the back worked for Olympiacos, and in particular, one has three at the back with one central defender worked. Like it makes no sense to me. I, I don't it know. It worked
1: in the first half, and as soon as Emvila went up into the midfields the defense was lost that's when the game turned yeah and finally well, funnily enough is when he took off, which we completely turned to shit. let's have that discussion
0: no but uh, there, was, there was nothing in the middle like you have mvr by himself and then like oleg going too far forward or Versalko going too far forward or being out of position because they're not central defenders <laughs> They've never played central defense. Maybe Oleg did when he was younger. They
1: walked through every single and they time through they, everything. In the second half, as soon as I'm not, I'm not saying, yeah, as soon as Buchalaguis went off and he made the changes, we fell, we fell to pieces. And actually, like looking at the starting lineup, it was by no means like what I expected going into the game. Um to be honest with you, and this is easy to say after the game, but looking at the lineup and looking at how the first half kind of panned out where we had 11 shots on goal and they had two or three, if if, say, Huang was in the team instead of Bukalagis in the first half with that setup, I think we could have created more chances there's also some chances in the first half where you're just thinking, oh, for fuck's sake, like the ball just doesn't want to go in. And I can't remember if Masouras' shot that hit the post was at 1-0 in the second half or it was already... Yeah, it, I think it was 1-0, 1-0 in the
0: second half, yeah.
1: It, it was at 1-0 and you just... like, And I think he meant to shoot. And like, you know, in those kinds of situations, you're just like, they must fairly put down. You're just like, the, the ball that not doing us any favours. We're constantly being being punished by football for the mistakes that we've made on and off the field for the last year two years but but yeah no I think I'm 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 struggling to understand why wine Bom Juan didn't start the game and we'll never get any explanations for that uh I think Jan and Villa had a he was unreal like right? unreal in the first half he's the reason we weren't down We were in the game going into the second half. He had a really good performance. I thought Gonzalo Avila is turning out to be one of the best signings we've made all summer. Mm -hmm. Um, Value for money, I guess. You never expected him to to be as... I mean, yeah, he gave us a reason to get out of our seats in the first half. I'm I'm just looking at the names again, guys. I thought Biel able looked dangerous when it like, flashes of like, good moments during the game. But what can you expect from a team that's just, you know, one team plays on the weekend, another team plays on uh, on European nights? Like, we've said it before, when when are all these guys going to gel? And, you know, Labro, you said, is, is Mitchell going to be able to stick around until until November, December, when he, apparently he's asked for a pre-season. He wants to take the team away and go and play a tour, a tournament. Uh, what can we expect? Like, I'm just afraid it's going to be like that. Um, there, there are two more things I want to say. Pascalakis needs to play on the weekend. Jolak- that- Jolakis can't play for Olympiakos now. Jolakis cannot play for Olympiacos now. Jolakis needs to go on loan. Jolakis needed to go on loan this summer to a club with no pressure. Dutch league, mid table team, go and play, gain confidence, come back with confidence.
2: So it's a mentality thing, certain, job, but you think it's a mentality? No, he's not extreme.
1: Re, re Costa. He's a twenty-year-old kid, not nineteen years old, mm-hmm. however old he is, is normal. Like Dimitris Eleftheropoulos is a case in himself. Like that guy had massive balls. I think
2: they got it the first time. Uh, yeah, just
1: <laughs> Eleftheropoulos. Eleftheropoulos
2: was a real
1: character man. Like anyone that hears hears him speak now, like you understand, like the guy had massive character, and he took the weight on his shoulders. And you know, if the Robles made mistakes too, but this kid, like you just, I, you see, he has talent. Like he has a uh, like good reflexes. Like he's gotten better with his feet. His distribution was good. Like that ball over the top to Cisse that came from him. Uh, but it's unfair. It no, I, I hear
2: you a lot. Like, we can throw names all night. I could throw Ilan Melier, who was shit at Leeds when he started out. Now he's yeah, but that's Leeds one of the cost. hottest talents. But that's yeah, Leeds he, he was cost. really young. We, we could start saying names. And Donnarumma was like 16 when he started Milan. But, yeah, I mean, I like your I like the way you think. But I just wanted to clarify something. It's not a matter of talent, exactly. It's more a matter of mentality.
1: Yeah, he's too young. Yeah. He doesn't have experience. In like, I honestly think, like... I don't. I don't want Jolakis to be one of those players that, that you know, we burn him. I don't like yeah. he ends up going to some other team and he becomes amazing, and you're just like, oh, for fuck's sake!
2: Yeah,
1: but I just think he's one of those players that we really need to send him out on loan for a season, two seasons, and just let him like grow, like let him have confidence and come back a proper keeper, not a second keeper, not a talented keeper, but like a keeper that's played somewhere. a season two seasons he can't do it he can't do it with us it's too much every time the ball went towards him he was trembling or he was like hesitating and um i'm not even being nasty just like saying what i think um and the last thing i'll say is as bad as it is mathematically we're not out of third place To answer the question that we've posed in the description. Nantes lost today. They lost 2-0 away to Freiburg. They're going to lose to Freiburg again. And Nantes are currently like way down in League One. Going into the relegation zone. I, I, I still have some slither of hope. That we get to the last game. And Nantes have three points we have whatever, we'll probably have zero. And there may still be a chance to go through. I'm not sure, maybe someone can answer this for me in the chat or one of you can answer it for me. If we beat Nantes, is it head-to-head? It
0: is, it's head-to-head. Yeah. Is it head-to-head yeah. goals that counts, yeah. Or yeah. is it overall? It's, it's head-to-head, head-to-head and then it goes to goal differential, I think, if you're tied. Okay,
1: so if you get a clean score against them, you can still finish third in the Yeah, group.
0: but I think they have the Azeris at home. You would expect them to sell out and maybe put a performance against Karabagh, like you don't think so? No. I, I would, would
2: just like I would sorry, I would just like to say about this. Of course I told you this, but Labro and the rest haven't heard this, but to the best of my knowledge, there is a mentality at the club right now where they are looking forward to next season already in the sense that Olympiacos need to be in the Champions League group stage next season. Yeah. Uh, like they're already looking forward in the sense that we need to win the title or finish second because this season, whoever finishes second uh, yeah. gets, gets the Champions League qualifiers. So after tonight, I have a f- my feeling after watching Olympiacos for so many years and understanding the club, I think Europe is pretty much done. Like pretty much yeah. like the resources, are now all going to focus on not fucking up the title it's all about the title
0: also the champions league money is big because of the contracts we brought in it's a bit similar again it's weird going back to this but the nottingham forest situation where they spent all this money and they have huge budget and it's like for fuck's sake, like, we're sitting at bottom of the table, and it's just, like, all hands on deck. Let's get out of relegation. For the right now, it's, like, all hands on deck. Let's make some chemistry going into the... into... to what's it called? Like, going into uh, the Champions League next season. Like, saving. Because if the team doesn't make the Champions League next season, the club could be in a very bad financial situation, like, where they're failing financial fair play, and that's a that's a real problem
2: but can we Uh. like look at the problem right now can we the problem right now is that the squad is inflated and that is a is much better than having a squad that's deflated it's much better to have four left backs than have only one or two Mm -hmm. like let's look at this Olympiacos now have five goalkeepers four right backs four left backs four center backs and that's not bad four center backs not a bad number two central, defend, central defensive midfielders, which again, that's not bad, four central midfielders, five central attacking midfielders, some of them can play in the wing, six wingers, four center forwards. Now, in January, we're definitely going to hear Gustavo Scarpa's name. We're definitely going to hear a Jason Denayer kind of name because people want to sell newspapers in Greece. But Olympiakos will do much better if they just sell in January, if they just sell. Olympiacos don't need additions right now. And do they? Do the Olympiacos need an addition, you reckon, right now? No. In this inflated squad. Just sell. Sell. Start sending them and see if you can make some money. The, 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 you have a Papabousi You have a Yibu Camara. You have Madika Kamara, You have Usainu Badar, Olympiacos bought for, for for a fiver and a packet of crisps. And they were supposed to sell them for 20 times their value. And they're still in the in, in the books. Yeah. And they're, and they're and they're nearing 30, some of them. Get rid of them now. Make some profit. Now, now's the time. Make it happen. They need to go right now. Yeah, yeah. So in January, Olympiacos need to start selling. That's what really needs to happen. We're gonna hear about Gustavo Scarpa, we're gonna hear about a Jason Denier character because people, you know, people need to sell papers and they need their clicks. But Olympiacos will do very well to just sell. That's what you gotta do. And that's a much better place to be at than needing players because the January transfer window is not there to create a team. It's there just to do slight tweaks. That's what it's there for. And that's what yeah. only Djokos can do.
1: I don't even want to talk about transfers, man. Like yes. I just think it's frigging ridiculous. Like, yeah. Uh, and you, you're right to raise the Scarpa thing because I was, I was laughing to myself about it towards, I mean, after it was two nil, three 0, and you're just thinking, ah, You know, somebody's going to say something. Oh, you know, don't worry, Scarpa's going to come in in January and he'll join Fortuny's James Rodriguez and Biel and, you know, all the 10s that we have. And it's like, what the hell? This is...
0: Said, but scarf by said he rejected, he 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 was like oh i'm not going to greece or blah 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 yeah there was
1: another interview in the brazilian press the other day like he yeah. said i had a chance to go to greece but i wanted to go to england and i talked to abel ferreira and he told me don't like, go england, to greece blah 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 yeah yeah little does he know they they could they could end up sending him here i don't know
2: Basically um, this is a team Costa you said it really nice Olympiacos have two teams right now yeah one in Greece one in Europe I think I I think it's got it's a bit different Olympiacos are a team that has been created by three different managers Devrazis Akri Devrazis Mafit Nomada. And I would just like to point this out Marcelo made a debut today yes it was a horrible defeat there's no way we can make conc- we can make any conclusions about Marcelo there's a lot of happy Greek non-Olipiakos fans making fun of him, saying he was overweight, saying he eats kebab and eats souvlaki, which is something we do for every superstar that comes to play for a Greek team. We do it for everyone. That was his debut. He came off the bench. We cannot analyze that. We cannot just say, throw him away. We cannot demand from the club to break his contract right now. Guys, yeah. I think Marcelo has earned the patience and the trust after you know all that success with Real Madrid. I, I, I think it's there.
1: I, I know Labra's got another opinion, but <laughs> the thing is, like, when you when you turn the system and some people in the chat that have commented about this, right. he changed the system from a 3-5-2 to a system that I didn't really understand what the hell we were playing yeah. when he made the subs. It was like a 4-4-2 and Marcelo was out on the wing or kind of inside left
0: yeah but oleg was playing like more tucked inside it was super it was it was weird
1: like i have no idea what was going on on the pitch but basically we'd lost that kind of compact formation that had kept them at bay and and as soon as he made the sub we said like they just started running through and i think i think the managers exposed marcelo's fitness issues because you clearly see like Anyone that's played football, even at like semi-pro, amateur level, you know that if you haven't been in a competitive game for X amount of months, let alone this guy, he hasn't played since May, when you get on the pitch, it takes some time to get your legs warm and like get into the game, to sprint, to accelerate. You've got to be like at the top fitness-wise to get in and to, you know, bomb it down the line. You just saw immediately that, when he came on, he couldn't do that. But what you could see was the touch, the vision, the ease at which he could play the ball inside of the foot, outside of the foot, first touch. Like, there's no question. I think I remember his first touch was quite heavy where he tried to knock it forward. And you, you, could, you could tell. You can tell the guy's not fit. He's not fit. I don't know when he's going to be fit. What has he he done all
0: summer? Like he's gone on tour, he's gone on vacation. Like what has he been doing all summer? Like I don't get it. Like, did he think he was going to go to the U.S. and then like hang out or go to Saudi Arabia? He had an offer by
2: Leicester, guys. He had an offer by Leicester. It's incredible, Leicester. What 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 the fuck?
0: That's why they're a shit show. But like
2: Leicester are a shit show because they didn't sign players. Because for all those years they didn't sell their big stars as well to make profit. And now they don't have enough money to bring the uh, the best players. Yeah.
0: No, I yeah. but I, I, I do think it was the subs were horrific. And also, I saw a comment a while ago that someone said like, oh, labro, what's your reaction? You're not mad. Like, I'm so <laughs> done being like, I'm not like some meme where I'm just going to get mad and blah, blah, yeah. blah. <laughs> like, to be honest, guys, I'm done. I'm tired. Like, I don't need to yell or shout anymore. Like I've been I've been writing about how fucked this club is for like over a year. Um, I, do you guys remember that article I wrote that was more about Pedro Martins and the backroom decisions? I think it was in January when Olympiacos draws three straight games. and I think I wrote something like um, like Olympiaco fundamental deep problems. The club like is that? Yeah,
1: you've you've talked about that. Article. I've talked about it a few times. Yeah. I think
0: about it quite a bit. Because I go back and I look and I just think like, God, like the fundamental problems are still there, you know, like the bloated contracts, the bloated roster, the unhappy players, the inability to sell players. How is, like, not to rehash things, like how are certain players still here? Like Leo Kutris is playing for Olympiacos too and Danas Sandrutos too, it's like, it's really fucked, and but anyway, like back to the the point of the game. Like, Michel has failed everywhere. He's gone after Olympiacos, and tonight showed just why that is. Because, fuck me, those subs were a disgrace. Like, the change system was was horrific. Like, it was absolutely embarrassing. Like, literally amateur level coaching. Um, I I, I couldn't believe what I saw, and the midfield, Kounde, man. Kounde is fucking shocking, man. Like, it's time to go. It's time to just fuck right off, man. Like, there's no there's no player there, man. Like, there's there's nothing there. Um
1: There were apparently offers to sell him over the summer,
0: but yeah, for fucking but, sake, uh, man. I would prefer Thanas Sandrusos in the midfield. I'm set I'm serious about that. Like Koundé is such a zero player. It's it, there there's no room for him. And the thing about Huang starting and Huang playing and Huang was in there. I also think you could have eaten a goal if Huang was in there as well, because he would have gotten caught two up the field as well. I think... I don't know. The team was so open the whole time. Like When I was watching the game, I thought, okay, in that first half, Olympiacos was making chances, but Karabag was making much better chances and much more consistent chances. And I don't know. I, I didn't feel it any... Like I thought we were playing better. We were playing some good passes, but
1: we had eleven shots on top. On yeah, target, yeah, yeah, eleven shots on goal in the first half. But they half.
0: weren't. They like Karabag had like the canceled goal. They were like one on one with Jan and Via. They had like tons yeah. of like clear cut chances. Like we had shots on target and chances. And like yeah. oh shit! But we're so fragile in the midfield and defense. It's like almost like schoolboy defending. The lines aren't tight. Players don't know how to play the offside trap. It's it's really rough, like it's, it's really schoolboy defending at times, like using that British phrase, like not even schoolboy defending, but even when we press, like the press is completely disjointed, disconnected. And you think to yourself, okay, this isn't a team. Okay. The team's fucked. The team's broken. Michelle just came. But at some point you have to say to yourself, like, these are professional footballers who are on a lot of money. Some of these things shouldn't be happening. That's just my opinion. And also if Socrates Papasafopoulos can't play tonight, what 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 does he bring the club? If like Sime Versalko on one leg is a better central defender and Oleg is playing central defense over him, like what what the fuck are we even doing here with that, you know? So And I I just think to myself, Svetovar Markovic is the highest-rated player in the Serbian Premier League this season for Partizan. And Olippiakos destroyed him. And Olippiakos got rid of him. And you're Uh... playing with Oleg in Europe in the third match week at Central Defense. And Sime Vrsalko. Let me just say, like, we're so early. It's two weeks. Michel's here, but he's going to flop, and he's going to be gone by February. Um... (sighs) He's a shocking coach. Like, he's not a coach, first and foremost. And
2: it's, it's done. It's like it was the wrong to... appointment.
0: It's always been the wrong appointment. The four
2: like, managers in a year at of, of course. That's,
1: That's what happened years. the Hussey season. We went of through course. five, six managers. There's no
0: way. There's no way he makes it. Like, you can't. I'm not blame. I, I don't want to blame the guy too, but he's been like on media tour, smiling. I'm back home. It's all good in this. Like, fuck's sake, man! Like, literally, like the the most dangerous person in the world is Michel. When a camera comes out, he'll kill you to get in front of that camera. Like, are you ki- kidding me? Like, it, it's not serious. It's a joke, man. It's a fucking joke. It's a joke. No, it's just a joke. You're cold know, they're, 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 no, they're, they're, I'm getting mad now because it's just a joke. Like you brought him. The coach has to turned out, The
1: coach has And then and we
0: all. go on. Okay, now we go on TV. Like when he comes <laughs> and we blame the newspapers for why the team is shit. Are you kidding me? Like it's a, it's a fucking joke, man. Like these aren't serious football people. Like. It's a joke. Look at Nottingham Forest. It's like the shittiest team in Europe this season, along with us. The two shittiest teams in Europe this season. In
2: Europe, Malacalabro, like in Europe. Nottingham it's... Forest
0: and us, we're the fucking biggest jokes in all of Europe. Four nil, five nil. We eat good every week.
2: Can I can I can Are I... you
0: fucking kidding me? Like what are we watching, man? Like, I'm so done with this shit. Like Michel, <laughs> fucking joke of a coach. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> I don't, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Michel, like fuck the players too, man. Right fuck the players too, like they're useless. But like, t-
2: ela, ela, let's ela, be ela. We real. Got we like, got it. fuck everything and everyone. We got it. We got no, it. No, but it's... like, come
0: on, like <laughs> at a certain point, there's a common denominator here. I don't want to fucking say it, but what a joke, man. Jesus Christ, I, I don't know, like michelle Ella, Rafa Benitez, Ella. You know what I mean? This is not football, man.
2: Well, Michel, lucky. Just man.
0: wait until we lose a derby four 0 Fuck's sake, man! Breaking.
2: Breaking. Olympiacos are looking for their fourth manager this season. Nah, man, it
0: could <laughs> be. No, but let me just say this: like, is it going to fail? Probably. Um, this is bad for me to say. Is it going to fail? Probably. I'm just sitting here, just waiting for it. I support the team. I follow the team. But what can you expect anymore? Like the the, the season's a wash. Like Costas Leonos said. The season's a wash. Like, it's over already. Unless they're I guess they go on preseason, Michel, like massages everyone's ego and wherever the fuck they go.
2: This it's was a always, joke, man. This, like we're we're
0: making every village in Europe famous. Every village in Europe is like famous from us, man. That's all you for agents to make good money to come to our club to make good money. Are you fucking kidding me? Is that what we've become? Um, like, that's all we are to these people. I feel so bad for the fans. They're charging a lot of money for people to go to the stadium, fucking a lot of money, man. And this is what we put up with. This is what pe- people are not making good money. We have inflation. We have a gas crisis. We have all this shit. If let's put this on a bigger picture, and you beg people to come to the stadium, and you play like that, and you do shit like this i don't know it's at some point like
2: can I you just lose say... the
0: fans in in my opinion you lose the fan like the fans have been fantastic they've been going to the stadium they've been supporting the club they've been singing but how much can you take man how much can you take it's it's difficult i don't know that that's an important point
1: and i got I, I did have friends in the stadium today, and I don't know if there's anyone listening live now as well that that was in the stadium that's tuned in. Um, guys, drop your thoughts in the comments. Uh, let us know, like, what, would, how, how did you perceive the atmosphere in the stadium, etc. I mean, I, a lot of people I talked to via text or people I called with after the game, they said, is one of the roughest nights they've ever experienced at the Garey Really negative, and really the entire stadium boom. Papa the team. Boots,
0: he say almost went Ron Artest style into the crowd to beat up fans. Man, the fucking I mean, staff I, I don't, of the team I don't are holding him what, back, and he's yelling, exactly He's right, saying we that. Don't,
2: we don't know exactly what happened there. We don't I don't know. We don't know what happened, happened but like Jesus Christ. It doesn't look um, good.
1: It doesn't look good, but I don't know what's happened there. Guys, I don't want happens. to speculate. It happened. I don't want to speculate it what's happened. Happen somebody might have uh, sworn at his mum, you know, somebody might have like, of he's had a death in his that family happens. recently. Like I know like look, I'm I'm the first to criticize Cissé for his performances on the pitch. We know a lot of things, ridiculous things are said in Greek stadiums that aren't said, yeah. In in a civilized world, sorry guys, like I never swear at people's mums, I don't chant songs where we swear at people's mums. I just, I don't, that's not who I am. Um, and, and yeah, blood is boiling during the game. If you're a fan, if you're a player, things are said. I don't want to go into it anymore. Um, the, the the whole thing with Cissé. Uh, I know there are a lot of fans tuning in from, from all over the world. And that's something that Ari has been telling me to make sure we say on the podcast today. We have around... ninety
2: five. Um, was it
1: 90 people from 95 different, different, countries, different countries tuning in and we're yeah.
2: thanking them with all of our, with all of our heart, all of our being, because that's what it what gate seven international is all about.
1: That's an achievement in itself for this channel that we have people from 95 different countries tuning in, um, to watch, uh, and, and learn about what's going on at August, good times and bad times been rough lately. Is uh, <laughs> um, yeah fair to say do leave us a like uh it helps us grow the channel subscribe I know a lot of Azeri fans have subscribed tonight and some of your comments are are nice some comments are not so nice but yeah guys thanks uh um subscribe to the channel if you want to keep up with all the latest uh Olympiacos news gate seven international by the fans, for the fans, and I am picking out, uh, I think, l- let's go to the comments because we've, we've Can you bring up about... the
0: comment about Christian Karambe going on the media and saying we're going to win the Europa League? Yeah, yeah, just... malaka. Like, are you kidding me? No, I'm done with it, man. Going on on the news, say we're going to win the Europa League, man, you have no shame. I would walk, man. I would walk myself. Like,
2: It's not that simple. It's not that's fun. not going to happen. You're going to uh, go
0: on the media and say, we're going to win the Europa League. You embarrass us every season saying <laughs> shit like that. Are you kidding I me, man? What I'll say about Carabé
1: with these kinds of statements is that he's confusing what we want with what we can. What is uh, the reality, can. man? You can't go... Yeah, one... no. But but okay. Like, I don't know who gives him the... Li- is it a line from wherever that he goes out with this? But... Yeah, okay. I uh Why are we I, setting I think, expectations. I think, think a rebuilding season. I it it be rebuilding be season. Yeah, I, I no, no. no, but the thing the thing is, like that's something that Olibiagos just like I've talked about this before. I said, just come out, get somebody to come out and say, This is a rebuild, it's gonna be a hard season, and 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 say like what's going on inside the club. But they'll never admit that. It's too defeatist. The club doesn't have that mentality. They're too they proud, do. but proud of what? Yeah, sure.
0: Proud sure. of what, man? Look around. Like, Thanks. read the room for fuck's sake. Like,
1: no. I, I, I just want to read this comment because I think it's interesting. I didn't watch the Freiburg game, uh, but uh, Ploton from, from Azerbaijan is saying Olibiagos played well, uh, played better than Freiburg, played us in Germany. Don't underestimate Karabag. Uh, Karabag is playing through its historical peak. Olibiagos played respectfully in clean look I, we said it I think for 55 minutes we were competitive it could have uh, we could have scored like it could have been a different game um, if it was a different game could have been different kind of subs that were made Um we didn't score uh, and then yeah, the game turned out how it did but it's um, it's, it's, curious that uh, this fan is saying that we played better than Freiburg did against them and I do not disrespect or underestimate Carabag well. at all and uh, I think that's also interesting there, you know, that the fans saying Carabao is pretty much peaking right now. Um, and they do look like like a, a really, really dangerous team. Suspect at the back. And we didn't exploit that enough. Um, we'd heard from, from Patrick before the game that their left back was quite suspect. And we saw Avila expose him a few times, that their left back was subbed off at halftime. He had the yellow card. And I felt like Rodriguez didn't exploit that channel enough down their left hand side. I would have expected to see a bit more there. Um yeah, let's have a look at some more comments here in the chat. Some people dreaming about Angie Pastecoglu. No, He's the Celtic I'm... manager, guys. That's oh, not happening. Okay. That would be, yeah. Honestly, it doesn't matter
0: at this point. It's a rebuilding season. Like, this is the right comment. Yeah, it's a rebuild season. We shouldn't be signing wash players, but getting young but players. The, but the, the
2: quality play. is there to build, to build a team. That's what I'm trying to say. That I mean, Costa, do you remember um, Do you remember back in the 90s and the 2000s when we would play Panathinaikos and Dyke? And we would feel a bit nervous before the game, wouldn't we? Like, can we beat them? Demis Nicolaidis, Tziartas, Karagounis, uh, Basinas, Michalis Nikos there was yeah, that yeah. sense that we could lose tonight and we could lose badly. Whereas I feel like the, the last few years have created a generation, Olympiacos have created a generation of fans. They're not spoiled, but they're not they used. They
1: are. They are.
2: Okay. They're definitely not used to a competitive oh. league. Do you remember in yeah. 2002 when we won the league with the same points as Ike and the exact same thing happened next season with Panathinaikos and it all came down to Rizupoli? Yeah. I mean, do yeah, you remember... Yeah, no, no, no. The,
1: the, the, this is a... Of course, I like the the, com, the competitiveness or lack thereof in terms of competition in Greece is a massive, massive topic. Uh, you're right. We were playing against really good Ajax teams with really good players and like,
2: and were incredible.
1: Good Greek players, man. I mean, yeah. let's, let's not forget that's when we went on to to win, win the, the Euro. Euro.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, and and I've said it before, recently on the pod a few times. The it's not a coincidence that the best Olympiakos team we've had the like, this last five years is is when we faced good competition, like in the league. We had to lose the Balk. In Martinez's first season, and then you know that that season built us up to what what we became in the second season. It's out of competition at home, domestically, that we became good again. And and Olympiakos goes in cycles. We have two, maybe three, sometimes if we're lucky, really good seasons, and then we have like one season of hell. Maybe longer.
0: Right now it feels like that. And then it's insane. It's insane that it works like that. Like it shouldn't it but shouldn't But that is something.
2: Like that. Look at Man United. Look when at Man United. When they lost Sir Alex Ferguson 2013, do you know how much money they spent in total on signings and they've won zero titles? Over a billion pounds. And they've won dick all. In the print no movie. but
0: it's also but the, the main thing I I would say is like there's a different context here because of the m- European money we've been taking for years it's you know what I mean like we were on a different level than the other Greek teams who could barely they couldn't make it to the Europa League even so um it's just the different level in my opinion on that front it's
1: but... actually, that, I don't really buy that excuse so much in the sense that like in Europe we we've always pretty much ended up playing in European competition past December, whether we've gone through to the champions league, I think the last time was with Mitchell and otherwise we've played Europa league. We're we're always playing in European competitions post Christmas and yeah, we want to go. We've always wanted to go further down the line. We haven't achieved it, but it's not our fault if the other clubs have been poorly managed. I, I I don't really think the whole oh we got European money and we didn't use it is, is much like you can't keep players in
0: in Greece. Of course. No. You can't right.
1: keep them. And we we tried so, so let's 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 be real. Yeah. We tried to do that the last couple of seasons, so oh no, let's not sell Madi Kamara. we're gonna keep him longer. Let's not sell Ruben Samedo. Let's not sell Agibu Kamara last January. Look now.
0: Yeah. No, it's right.
1: You have to change. Yeah, yeah. And that's why that's why we have this uh three years, two years good football, one year, two years crap.
0: Not yeah, so but good. it can't be this bad, you know. Like you can no, have down here, uh, no, uh, yeah, like we, we, we agree, I mean? we,
1: we agree about the backroom staff that it's not organ it's not organized well enough. We've talked about that plenty, like during the summer and what's happened in the backroom yeah, but... and Lina Suluku leaving uh, among among other. And what impact that's had no real technical director and the fact that they've signed a technical director now that was basically already there and the whole summer they were apparently looking for someone
2: but plus plus it's the end of an era at Olympiacos that was badly organized i mean look at look at eras that ended in other teams that were badly organized you look at sir alex ferguson there was no organization and they united man united have never done have never put together a serious challenge bid Arsene Wenger's era came to an end badly because he wouldn't leave, even though it was obvious that he had to leave. And But still, Arsenal, you know, they needed a few years. They needed two managers. And now they're putting a much more serious bid than United ever did. Liverpool, when Bob Paisley's era ended, they rode in, onto his coattails with uh, Fagan and uh, Dal Leash for a few years. And then they didn't win the league for 30 years. Uh, it's just a sense of Olympiacos. They had an era with a manager for four years, which for Greece, it's unheard of for having the same manager for 4 years in Greece like having the same manager for 10 years in a normal uh, in a normal uh, in a normal league and it was badly organized instead of sacking him last summer and bringing someone new in to build the team from the ashes rebuild the team like marco silva did for example they decided to keep him and we are where we are now but at the end of the day olympiakos may will come summer will come olympiakos have a, a huge team, they have a lot of players, they have a lot of quality players, they can build something from this. In my opinion, Mitzel is not the guy to take Olympiakos forward. If he doesn't matter if he wins the title. If he wins the title, still, he has to go, in my opinion. He's not the guy to... to he's like to a holdover, of
0: like He's like Takis Lemonis Jr. this season. Like He gets you to May or June and hopefully wins you a title or gets some silverware and then it's bye bye. That's
2: I agree. I agree. Mitzel should not be the guy to take Olympiakos forward. But at the end of the at the end of the season, Olympiakos need to get on that top two spot and then a new manager needs to come in. But you need like thing.
0: you need like a Pedro Martins who like in April it's clear that you know someone is coming in and they've been studying the roster and they come in and the preseason's booked and they come in yeah. and they get the keys, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't uh, he, he, even if
1: uh, even if Mitchell like miraculously does manage to take us to winning the league this season is a short-term appointment I mean last time he, he lasted what two years or
2: two uh, seasons two he came in January he came total. in
1: January 2013 what was it and then and he left in February of yeah he left February 2015 or something it was so, two years exactly yeah he was there two years and like he left fairly amicably but i think it was just like you know he realized and the club realized that he didn't have much more to give like right? and the reasons they've brought him back is because of the the confidence issues and you know we all know that he's got the ego and he can motivate players and you you've seen a bit of that impact yeah. that he's had on the weekend in the league he knows how to like like, um, what's the word he knows how to set the team up in Greece he knows how to motivate the, the, the players before a European game but then like on the like the subs today tactical tactically we know what he can give and what he can't so I I it's early to say but I tend to agree like in an ideal world you're looking for a manager already that's like like you said labra watching the club and someone that comes in in april early on next year and uh and takes the the pre and has you know he he sets up the team yeah.
2: but well Henne- at the end of the day the problem is the team it's not the manager martin's got destroyed at the kare from Maccabi, Corberan got destroyed by freiburg at Karaiskaiki. Mitzel got destroyed by uh, at the Karaiskaki. It's not a manager issue, it's the team. And and if you look in Greece, if you look how things are going to go forward, this time there's Samaseku, there's Bakabu, there's James, there's players that he can actually call on to. So the Greek league is a completely different, uh, different beast right now. I think Europe is over. Europe is over right now. I'm not expecting anything else. Uh, right now, Olympiacos are the worst team in the Europa League. They have a goal difference of minus seven which is even worse than Dynamo Kiev who have zero points and their countries at war. So mm-hmm. Europe is over in my opinion. It'd be a shame if it ends yeah. with zero points, but it's over anyways. Yeah. So now all resources are going to winning the title.
0: Yeah. No, I think, I think that's I think, right. I
2: think he means jo- I think he means Costa's with a C there. <laughs> <laughs> uh... What's your spelling? What's your spelling?
1: Hmm. Um I just want to read this. George George Sakura, says παιδιά, συγγνώμη, δεν είμαστε ομάδα πλέον, δεν το καταλαβαίνετε. Ναι, φίλε, το το έχουμε πει αυτό. Μόλι
2: τώρα το είπαμε, ναι.
1: (laughs) Τι συγκρίνεται, τι κάναμε κάποτε, κάποτε είχαμε και ομάδα και παίζαμε Champions, όχι με το ζόρι, αν θα παίζουμε conference φέτο.
2: Γιώργο, με τον Αμανατίδη, τον Ανατολάκη και τον Μαυρογεννίδη παίζαμε Champions League. Εγώ θυμάμαι κάτι πενταροεφτάρε από κάτι Μακάμπη, κάτι Χέρενφεν, κάτι Μόλτε, κάτι. Mm. I'm 32. I'm not 22. I remember some, I, I remember Olympiacos not being able to win a single game away for 10 whole years. That's what I remember with Tsomadares. I That's
1: a whole different discussion, a different era.
2: I remember being scared to go to school the next day, fearing that Olympiacos would mm-hmm. get spanked by Panathinaikos. Don't laugh. There's a generation of fans that never had that, yeah. They thought to themselves, Oh, we're playing against Panathinaikos, like, Oh, we're playing against Akratitos. Yeah, yeah I was afraid to go to school the next morning. I mean, mm-hmm. you tell them, Costa. Remember all those Arsenal fans having to go at you, what? Every Monday morning, you remember all those Arsenal <laughs> fans having <laughs> to go at you every Monday
1: morning.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm crying.
2: <laughs> what about you, you Lab? What about those NFL kids or those... No, they
0: don't understand football in the US, so it's no big deal. <laughs> so it's nice.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah,
1: and well, here's a, a similar a similar sentiment. It's not a manager issue. Your mother, Hika Koftiakhti... Yeah. I think what we're just saying about the manager is that the manager's competences are limited in terms of what he can do tactically. And I agree he does... like. He's got a lot of pieces in the squad there, but it's an impossible job for anyone to yeah. try and turn that into a team and gel it all together. I think we, we've said that
0: before. We've said but, it uh, today. I, we said I, I, it on a previous pod. Let me look at the fixture list too. We've got Ophi at, at home. No, we're away, surely. We're
1: away. Uh, sorry. in Crete. We're and there. then Karabakh away.
0: And then we have Balk at home. Balk at home. Shit.
1: <laughs> and then Freiburg away? Or do we have a break
0: from Europe for a week? Uh, I don't think so. Then With the World we, Cup so close. No, we have a break. We play Freiburg October oh, 27th. Well, well,
1: we play Panatolikos in between, I think. Yeah, exactly. Uh,
2: so it's Ophi in Crete on Sunday. Then Carabag away. away. Then Pao, Darby on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. And then October twenty two. October twenty seven with Freiburg away, yeah. then La Mía at home. October thirty, November three against Nantes at Nantes. home, yeah. and then it's the derby with Panathinaikos November six.
0: It's a tough schedule Huge to be line. honest. It's a, it, they okay. don't stop every
1: game. Every game, every game is, is tough. like a final.
0: It's like a final yeah. every game. It's like oh shit, Ophi away. Can we do it? It's like oh fuck. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's kind of crazy when you when you really look at it too. It's and then before going into the week, you go into before the break with the World Cup, you have derby away with Banatinei Kurs, and then you have Ike at home. the next weekend, like Jesus Christ, like it's tough. It's tough. It doesn't get easier from here on out. You know, it doesn't get easier.
1: That's an interesting take. Yes,
0: uh, Rodrigo. No. Corberan
1: should have never been fired. He must have
0: been fired. <laughs> should have never been hired. That's my opinion. He wasn't the right... Honestly, though, they could have hired Zidane and he would have been fired, maybe. I li- no, literally, like, no, literally 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 <laughs> anyone <bro>. <laughs> anyone <laughs> literally what my opinion is like literally anyone. Like I i think back now,
2: Guardiola. Pep like, Guardiola.
0: What's he gonna do? Like he's gonna have like Kenny Lala back in training? What, the what? Fuck? <laughs> what? he's gonna have like Leo Kutris back in training. It's like, my fault I don't
2: know. for engaging here. Yeah. Yeah, uh
1: Markovich scoring for Partizan again.
2: We were saying this. Gate seven international was always pro markovic So don't like right now they're preaching to the choir.
1: Yeah, John's a friend, he knows.
2: He is, yeah, John is a friend, yeah, indeed.
1: Make Olympiacos great again.
2: Uh... <laughs> <Bleh. Bleh.
1: laughs> MZ saying, How is it possible that AK forty seven played more than Balbuena today? It's a joke. Um, yeah we can thank pedro martins for insisting on buying what a terrible player! what a terrible player some other one here another comment bring back lala
0: okay yeah yeah also is we joe terrible or is it just like he's in bad form what do you think because sometimes i see him and i'm like oh this guy's pretty good like that one shot outside the box and then the one where he he's one not, touched it on the turn. He's not adapted. He's not adapted he's not and adapted, when... but I think he's not bad. Like people are too yeah. like uh, I, I just think he's got a he's good He's gonna touch. fail here. He's gonna fail here for sure, and he's not gonna make it, but I don't think he's like a shit player. No.
1: But he's got a good touch for a big guy. Like he's like he can dribble the ball pretty well. He can like he made some made some good switches during the game. I just don't. I think he's not fit. He's not adapted. And when you're a striker,
0: you need to score. If you don't score, after he missed, I think I was in the building with Martial when he missed that tap in. We hit the bar. Or yeah, like it was good night. Like that was it. You know. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (sighs) It is. Yeah. I mean, the fact that he hasn't scored yet is really worrying. And you know, even if Nottingham fall back into the championship, I don't think he's good enough to uh, to come into that team.
0: Really, I think he would be fine. Like, yeah. thinking about that striker they got, the the Keenan Davis guy, I think he's much better than this guy. Like, he scored almost 20 goals for Bordeaux last season, who was, like, a very poor team. It's,
2: it's more it's more of, you know, the mentality and more of, you know, it, the it, it, team, it, it, that it, the it. squad, the, the unit that they've created at Nottingham. I don't think Wijo would come in, even if they yeah. fall in, fall back to the championship.
1: Yeah. yeah. As Spiros is saying, here, guys, it's October and we're dreaming for the next summer. <laughs> what the fuck? Focus on the present.
2: Yeah, but what I'm saying is what I know about the club, and that is based on what I know. That is that there is a sense of you know, let's just save what we can save this season because the team and yeah. the club is at the condition it is right now, and let's just uh, let's just make sure we finish in the top two. That's what I know.
0: No, I uh,
1: I tend to agree with you, even though I th- I, I still think that Banthamagos is going to dip. Like they're not yeah. going to carry they're not going to carry on like this. I don't think they're gonna, you know, just walk the league. <laughs> there's a there is a real sense of euphoria in the camp right now at Banatonegos. Deservedly so. I mean, they've gone to they've gone to Thessaloniki, they've gone one-nil down and turned it around, flipped it on its head. It's a massive result for them. Uh there's there's confidence, but now they've lost their striker. They lost Spora. Sporar's gonna be out a couple of weeks, and now they only have Ioannidis. Um, I don't think Spada wasn't really scoring for them anyway, but he has a role to play in that team. And, you know, I think that the issue with them, we've said before, is always squad depth. But I, I expect there's going to be a lot of ups and downs in the league, a lot of change of positions. I mean, in terms of who's first, who's second, who's third. Um, and we've said it before, like, I think it's, um, do, you know, ask, the, ask ourselves the question, do we want a competitive league? So like we're moaning because we're not top of the table. Okay, it's going to be a tough year. Yeah. There's competition, and let's let's compete and see where we are at the end of the year. Okay, we're we're past an hour. What's this from Manu Mano, I am my to Costa, Costa, Labro. Give percentages. How possible do you think it is to get the championship? Uh, okay, in alphabetical order. I'll start. Okay. 50. I love
2: the. I agree 50 as well 50 as well because the the, the 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 quality really is there Napoli because have more quality than the other teams but they're just trying once this quality gels great things can happen I really believe great things can happen once this quality happens once this quality gels but it's just a, a, a sense it's just uh, we just need to wait and but now we hit... Yeah
0: it's also once uh... Once you're out of Europe and it's one team plays on the weekend, one team plays midweek and it goes to one team plays all of the games. I think things could change, you know, I think they're like Costa said, there would be some flow in the team. So I don't know. I'm I'm less. I I, I, I don't know. I honestly I can't say I I would say. Ella,
2: Ella, you don't believe that?
0: No, I don't believe it, do I? Um I think it's like 25% maybe.
2: That's like 24% more than I expected you to say. <laughs>
0: no, I <laughs> thing is I watch Panathinaikos and I don't I don't think they're a good football team, very good football team. I think like uh, the coaching is good and I think they've had a good start to the season. They built some momentum, but individually talent-wise, I think they have a few good players, but outside of their starting 11, and they haven't faced a little bit of diversity yet. You know, they lose a game away or they lose... Um, I felt last season, that's where they really struggled, getting points away to smaller teams. Um, and Ike I think the bigger threat could be even Ike, to be honest, with that new stadium, the environment around the team is very strong. Pauk, I think's written off. I think they're done. But um, I do think Ike and Panathinaikos are both strong, stronger this season, but I just don't see consistency that's what Olympiakos has won titles on it's consistency beating the smaller teams but exactly if, if they yeah. can do that i think we have a title race but i need to see that first you know um and, and they've showed some signs Panathinaikos, of course for sure but i don't know i
2: yeah.
0: i just need to see more you know i just need to see more right if Olibiagos doesn't
1: qualify, says MZ, for the Conference League, the club will be forced to release in January all players who have exceeded their prime a long time ago. I mean... Let's, let's see what happens in January. But I think, as Gosta kind of said earlier, the club's already thinking about next year.
2: Yeah. Well.
1: Let's call it a night, guys. We've been going for just over an hour. It's late. And it's late, you guys. We've uh, yeah, yeah, it's good good to get on the pod and I hope we've managed to provide some sort of comfort, at least just by by being here and allowing people to get their voices heard, uh, their opinions down in the chat there. Sorry, we haven't been able to read all the comments uh, or at least bring them up like we are reading them while while talking to each other here. We appreciate you sticking with us so late into the night morning wherever you guys are you're watching from 95 different countries don't forget like and subscribe to the channel help us to get bigger and bigger we're close to 2500 subs Uh, another giveaway will come when we when we hit 3k so yeah spread the word spread the love hopefully we have something yeah, something more to cheer about i guess on on Sunday after the off game. We'll be back for that. Guys, any any last thoughts to share before we shut down?
0: No, it's just going to be a long season. I it's going to be a chore at times to watch the team and support the team, but that's it. That's all there has to be said.
2: I all know. I have to say is that this season is completely a psychology. Like, I cannot explain it, basically. I cannot, it's so hard to analyze this. Because I ne- I can never remember Olympiacos' side so poor, but with so much quality in there. Mm. And like I said, it is so much better to have more than you want rather than less than what you want. The general transfer window, not there to create a team. It's there for tweaks. If Olympiacos sell, if Olympiacos get the squad deflated, then maybe that uh, that in itself could be a positive preseason before the preseason. <laughs> I'm I'm confident long long term. I'm confident, guys. I'm confident long term. I think next season we could see something cool, with all that quality in the team. I think we could see something cool next season.
1: That's it. Not yeah. even not even end of October, and where everyone's talking about next season, next season, next season. It's going to be a long season, ladies and gentlemen. But if there's if there's one thing we can look forward to this season, I really hope so knock on wood at least we have to look forward to everoliga starting tomorrow Olympiacos play barcelona at the palau away from home in catalunya in barcelona i'm looking forward to watching that game guys this is gate seven international by the fans for the fans see you next time
2: au combat Jésus la me pas